0: Monday, without what we call the best of Saskatchewan. This is our shout out, our profile of the over 4,000 charities and nonprofits in this province that do so much for so many people. This week, Saskatoon's Crocus Co op, uh, founded 40 years ago in 1983, providing mental health rehabilitation services in Saskatoon and area. And you know mental health will affect one in five people in every community eventually at some point. So what do they do at Crocus Co-op? Well, Corrine Anthony is the executive director and joins us now actually in our studio. Hey, good to have you here. Thanks for having me, John. It's great to be here. Nice to bump into you again. So the work that Crocus has done now for 40 years, what's the purpose? How do you do it?
1: Well, we are um, what's called a drop-in center, and we also have a transitional employment uh, focus as well. So for adults 18 and older, they get referred to us by a variety of agencies. Um, they come to us, they do a quick intake with us. It's a dollar for a lifetime membership. They can take advantage of all our different programs, whether that be our drop-in program, our employment program, our lunch program or our social program. And uh, they just come to us. Some come every day. We're like a home away from home for them. And we offer, you know, housing uh, services, one-on-one informal counseling. Some of them just come just for a cup of coffee and somewhere to go.
0: So so in that way, it is literally a member owned cooperative, but the members are the, the, the people you're, you're, you're treating and helping.
1: That's right. And one other unique thing about us is 51% of our board is made up of those members. So they have a say in everything we do for them. And from the programming we do to the work we do, everything. They are totally involved. How many
0: people are you dealing with at Crocus on a, on a regular basis?
1: On a regular day, we see between 50 to 80 members come through our doors. Um, some of them, they come from all walks of life, John. Some of them are university grads grads, some live on the street, some live in shelters, some are in group homes, just a wide variety of folks.
0: I, and I was going to ask you, and I guess you've anticipated that in just the wide variety. Is there a, you know, a more commonly served larger group of people who, for example, might be in long term care, might have permanent issues, or, or do some people move at various parts on the journey through the, through the co-op? Some, you
1: know, some we've seen for years and years. They, we know, we know them so well. We know them better than their families do. Mm -hmm. It's to the point where their families call us just to check in and see how they're doing because we see them so often. Others, you know, they, they come to us for a while and then, you know, they're stable, they go on and they they work in a regular job. And then when they need us, they know we're there and they can come back to us when they need to.
0: So there's a social aspect or a mutual kind of peer support aspect.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: Corrine Anthony, Executive Director, Crocus Cooperative, Saskatoon. With the scourge of addictions, I mean, many people with mental health, underlying mental health issues, self-medicate, they turn to drug addiction, and then you've got the compounded effect. Other people who might be drug addicted actually end up with organic mental illness as a result. Are those two things, the, the, the mental health coexisting and sometimes the brain damage? Are, are those issues you're seeing more of? Unfortunately, yes. With all the,
1: the, Things you hear in the news right now—the fentanyl overdoses, the crystal meth addiction—we are definitely seeing that more and more. Um, we have uh, folks coming to us with drug-induced psychosis, with um, uh, schizophrenic caused by drug okay. addiction. Um, it's unfortunate that that's you know what it comes from is uh, the use of drugs, but. You know they deserve our help just as much as anybody right. else does, um, and it's a struggle for sure for them, for their families, um, but you know at least they have a place like Crocus to go to, and we offer them the services they need
0: best of saskatchewan crocus cooperative our focus today does that just on that drug related question is that add extra challenge in terms of staffing and the the sort of support and help people need?
1: Well, we are a staff of six, believe it or not, Mm. and uh, we do the best we can do. Um, It would be great to have more staff. We are a nonprofit, and uh, we rely on uh, funding from the health region, United Way, and me applying for grants and donations from um, everyday people. Um, But, you know, there's only so much we can do. So... um, you know, we do a call-out for donations every year. Um, we ask people to donate. We have a mortgage. We have a renovation loan that we ask people to help us with. Um, you know, we don't like to have to ask for help, but um, that's... You, do,
0: you that's, do amazing things, though. I mean, it's, this we, is the community giving back, hopefully.
1: Yeah. Um, right now we have something called the Campaign 250 um, that we're asking 250 businesses or folks, if they could help us to pay down um, our major renovation loan that we have still looming over our heads. And we're asking if um, groups of people could get together and donate $1,000 a piece to help us pay down this heavy debt load so that we can do more of the work that we uh, need to do to help our members learn, work, and heal is our motto.
0: So... So so in terms of the unique programs you offer, you talked about people using it as a drop-in, other people getting quite involved. What are the specific kinds of programs that you're using to meet the members' needs?
1: Well, we have our social program. We offer two programs a day. Uh, Some are educational, some are um, art-based, fitness-based. We offer uh, programs specifically on mental health, um, life skills, that kind of thing. Uh, We also have a lunch program where they get a subsidized uh, nutritious meal every day. Uh, We also have our work program where we offer employment for our members. We pay better than minimum wage, and we're unique in the fact that we um, offer them an environment that they can work at as long as their mental health is stable. So if they're having an off day where they're just You know, they just can't do it, whether it's due to their depression, their anxiety, whatever. They don't get fired. They don't get told, you know, you're no longer welcome at this job. We let them work when they can work and for how many hours a day they can work. So they always have a job.
0: Forty years, Crocus Co-op. How many people have come through your door in four decades?
1: Well, on paper, we have 2,200 lifetime members.
0: Wow. Wow. Uh, Anything to mark the 40th anniversary? We are going to have something
1: planned in December where we're going to commemorate those 40 years, and we're going to invite some special folks that we've had come along the way that have helped us um, through those 40 years. So, yeah, we have something in the works. Fantastic.
0: So the website, because I assume if people also want to just reach out and say, hey, can I help you? Uh, You take donations. You'll never say no. Uh, Best way to donate?
1: Best way to donate is we have Canada, through Canada Helps. Okay. That's through uh, uh, the best way to, to reach out to us. We also have a Facebook page, and our website is www.crocuscooperative.org.
0: Crocuscooperative.org. Well, continued success, Corrine, and it's always so good when uh, our paths cross. And uh, thanks so much for being here today on The Best of Saskatchewan. Thank you so much. And my friends, a good thing to keep in mind, Campaign 250, uh, this is uh, Crocus Co-op's way to get rid of a renovation loan that's still outstanding. So they can find 250 businesses, individuals, groups of individuals, each prepared to donate $1,000. That renovation loan for their facility in Saskatoon goes away. I'm John Gormley. Every Monday, just after the top of the hour news at 12, The best of Saskatchewan, where we focus on over 4,000 charities, nonprofits doing so much for so many. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. I'm John Gormley. Good to have you here. So uh, tomorrow on this radio program, going to be a very busy session. You might remember uh, we met a radio talk show host in Israel uh, back during the pandemic. It's actually called News Talk Radio Israel. Her name's Tamar Yona, and we were talking about, you remember on the whole vaccination uh, campaign, how Israel was able to get record numbers of vaccinations really quickly. And we talked about the uh, entire cycle of how that played out. That's when we met Tamar. Well, I've been curious, what has it been like now for over a month? This is a level of conflict, a level of Israeli aggression, and I mean planned, deliberate and required aggression. The goal is to wipe out Hamas, a terrorist organization That for years, uh, funded by Iran, as is Hezbollah in the north, in Lebanon, finally Israel drew a line in the sand. And it came after a stark realization that Hamas would never stop. And if it meant breaching the walls, if it meant uh, smuggling in uh, by parasail uh, different gunmen, you remember they were the people who invaded the uh, electronic music festival, that all the young 20-somethings were at. A number of people massacred there. 1,400 people brutally killed that day on the 7th of October. Israel declared war on Hamas. And it goes on. So we'll find out what it is like in Israel with Tamar Yona. Also, we'll be talking Saskatchewan's plan to bring in more physician assistants. Physician assistants usually work in doctor's offices, but have broad scopes of practice. They can prescribe. They can see patients. And in the experiences, I told you once, I saw a physician assistant years ago in the States. I thought I was seeing the doctor. (laughs) Young guy, he talked all about all the hunting he does up in Saskatchewan. And we talked and talked and had a great session. And he says, uh, here's what you need for a prescription. Do you want to see the doctor now? And I said, oh, okay, I don't need to, thank you. Um, But physician assistants do amazing things in terms of the capacity and the ability to see more patients in a doctor's office environment. So what is Saskatchewan doing with the new positions that we're we're having? Will it make a difference? We'll check with uh, Todd Bryden on that. And the inimitable Rob Vanstone has a new book out, even though many of his best-selling books are about the riders, about football, I've been going through his new book, and it is compelling. Goalies before they wore masks. and It's a great review of goaltenders in the NHL and Jacques Plant, who is generally regarded as the pioneer, uh, Gump Worsley, who held out and never wore a mask, and that, that very fine point when goalies finally decided to put pieces of fiberglass on their face because their faces were stopping a lot of pucks. And it is a great new book about hockey, the evolution, and some of the great stories from the past. Rob Vanstone will be here tomorrow. That's just a bit of what we have going on. Also, we didn't get a chance today to talk about a new requirement that's coming along uh, in Saskatchewan's education. And for some of you, it will be long awaited. You remember, we all have a list of things kids should learn in school. And of course, we all have such a big list. If I ask you and you and you ask me, by the time we're done, kids won't be learning anything. Well, pretty well universally, financial literacy. So kids will have to, in terms of a graduation requirement, have taken a financial literacy course at some point in the grade 10 to 12 cycle. And think about if only you had known. Like concepts like compounding interest, the rule of 70, like 72, all that stuff. Imagine knowing that and getting it a lot earlier than you did. So a bit more on that tomorrow too. Have a great rest of this day. Our gang returns tomorrow morning at 836. And I'll see you then on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.